Hello everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Karibuni, Minnesota. We're recording here in McAllister College's radio station, WMCN 91.7, and we are your hosts. I'm Matthew Wilkinson. I'm Juma Mkata Kasongo. And I'm Kilo Kisongo. We put this podcast together because we wanted to create a welcoming educational space for the sharing of stories and perspectives by refugees who have come to Minnesota from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Welcome, everyone, to Karibuni, Minnesota. Last time, we broadly introduced the Congolese refugee community in Minnesota and heard about the personal stories of Kilo and Juma, who now draw upon their experiences in order to operate their own refugee assistance NGO, Voice in the Wilderness. Today, our program will focus on catching up with the Congolese community in Minnesota, figuring out how this vulnerable population has been impacted by recent events in Minnesota and in our world. Guys, um, reflecting on the last year and a half, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused so much disruption. How has it impacted the families you work with at Voice in the Wilderness? Uh, COVID-19 has affected uh, the Congolese community in big, in big ways, actually, mm -hmm. um, because uh, yes, it did not just affect the Congolese community, but I know it also affected uh, the, the mainstream community. But there is a uh, different levels of, you know, how like someone who's new to a country to the to the country will be affected by this new experience or the pandemic that just shook the world and, mm -hmm. you know, surprised the world and cut the world out of, you know, guard. It's, it was it was different. It was different for refugees who were just new to the country. Um, for example, there were some people who, uh, a lot of families actually uh, lost their jobs uh, because uh, many of refugees work at out of like uh, assembly line uh, house companies, warehouses, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So many of them were laid off during the time uh, of COVID nineteen. Uh, yes, uh, many of them they didn't uh, uh, have the means to fund again the the the, the unemployment, and uh, those especially those who were uh, new in the in the country, it was hard for them to mm -hmm. to 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 seek the job, and uh, the way also it impacted also the, the 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 refugees or our community here in in in, in Minnesota was uh, for those who who came with the children. Uh, uh, without, uh, uh, without like uh, women, there are women, especially women who came here without uh, uh, single sing, the single mothers. Mm. It impacted them a lot because they didn't know how to drive and they didn't know how to uh, to navigate the system also. Mm -hmm. And uh, when the 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 the, the COVID came, mm -hmm. where they were de still depending on the agencies, so it did impact them for the, mm. for them uh, a lot. And it get also a negative uh, 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 idea for, for them also. It create also fear within them also. What kind of uh, the diseases, uh, knowing they don't know uh, what, what to read. And they didn't have at the time also good uh, education, what is going on also. Um, there's a family that came in 2019 in May. And then the pandemic started... I think March, it was March, if I'm not mistaken, March yeah. of 2020. So these people had just been in the in the country for a couple months, not even here yet. And uh, 
and the lockdown came and all, all this chaos that was brought by the COVID-19 uh, started. So for them, this family, because they were new, they were just bound. Of course, they were bound in the house. They didn't know. They didn't have a car. So they did not. It was even hard for them to go do the shopping, you know, for mm-hmm. food and stuff like that. So because people didn't want to see each other or meet each other. Mm-hmm. Um so the family was worried. Uh, the, the, it was a, it's a single mother, and we have many of them, of course, in the community, but mm-hmm. uh, with, with a couple kids. So it was hard. They got let off from their job. So it was hard for her, and she was worried about how she's going to be able to pay for the, for the rent. Because landlords also, uh, some landlords, I think it, was, it took some time until the state uh, I think told the landlords that they can be a little bit, um, um, you know, they can, for yeah, and, and they can be, they can understand the the, the tenants mm-hmm. about rent and stuff. So they can just, if somebody is not able to pay for their rent this month, then that'll be okay, and then they can pay that letter. They can just keep adding mm-hmm. on the rent. But before that, you know, before that was was even the the case, uh, a lot of people were worried. Now we are laid off. We don't have any income. How are we going to be able? Or if they're getting any income is from the county. And if someone is paying $1,500 and you get, uh, you get like $800 from, from the county, right, services, how are you going to be able to complete that? So this particular family was worried about all of these things. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard and very stressful. And they were even started talking about, okay, maybe we should be able, they should just take us back to where we came from mm-hmm. in the camps, you know, because we don't speak the language. Uh, we don't know how we're going to talk to the landlord. Mm-hmm. We, we are not even sure if they're going to even understand us when we tell them about our situation. So it was, it was a very tough moment and a tough period for, for this family. But we were there actually to, um, they of course reached out to us and we were able to kind of give them the hope that they needed, uh, telling them that everything will be okay, uh, we can be of assistance, we can try to help you guys through uh, this, you know, even though people are not going out, but we can make phone calls, mm-hmm. you know, to different places, and eventually that kind of gave them some hope, uh, you know, they rebuilt hope within them, so, but it was a tough, yes. tough period. And I think also it did affect uh, the the community also um, uh, educationally mm-hmm. because uh, when uh, the pandemic start uh, uh, there was lockdown and uh, the kids uh, the single mom who who whom uh, live with their kids uh, first of all they don't know how to manipulate the laptops mm-hmm. and then um, when it's, it was sometime I remember it was hard even to approach a person. Uh, nearby, so oh, cases sometimes caseworkers sometimes they will come and knock mm-hmm. on your door and leave the uh, iPad or laptop mm-hmm. on on front of the your door. On, yeah, yes, so this also create uh, the the fear among of them, mm-hmm. and they leaving the, the the laptop to someone who spent twenty years or twenty five years in the camp, mm-hmm. uh, a single man who never. Uh, 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 God, who, 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 who don't know the system of school, mm-hmm. it was for, for hard for them. So uh, it ended up for some time 
They didn't even use uh, the, the laptop. Mm -hmm. And the student, we get the call sometimes saying, no, the teachers keep calling us, but uh, we don't know how to do with this mm -hmm. uh, laptop and the computers. So it was hard even for us to, 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 uh, to, to go to them to help. It was hard even to, to the student also. So mm -hmm. it, impact, it had a lot of impact to, to, to students also. There, there was a different uh, category and how it affected. Like mm -hmm. the case of those who were already here, the kids who were here already, uh, the transition from school to, to online it did impact them also because even though uh, they are here, but uh, the parent also, they still depend on some of the uh, questions to ask a parent how to mm -hmm. help them. So instead of relying on the, on the teachers, mm -hmm. sometimes it was hard. And you ask a parent who also don't know mm -hmm. uh, how to manipulate the computers or mm -hmm. the laptop was also hard for the student, even those who were here. But mm -hmm. after a certain uh, 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 month or certain time they adopt very well and uh, the, with the system mm -hmm. yes yeah but the other uh, things also was the interactions you see mm -hmm. between the the, 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 the the community so uh where congo uh uh people they they, they, they always interacting between mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh between along neighbors so when uh, the epidemic came uh it was the elders and the, the, the other people they were only in in the house so uh, it had also a negative uh, thought also why this country you you, you can't also are uh, acting with other other people there's no one who can come and uh, talk to you so this was uh, another impact uh, how uh, it affected also the, 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 the community so you're talking about the social impact. The, social the, impact. So, yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Is there anything to add to that, Kilo? Yeah, I want to add to that. And that was uh, that was also tough because at least even if you don't uh, look, COVID came with, brought a lot of fear as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So COVID brought a lot of fear in people. And um, so people couldn't go outside. Uh, and those who did not, as he said, who did not understand because they don't speak English, so they couldn't even listen to the news, you know, of what's, what, what was going on. They can't even read mm -hmm. the newspaper. They can't, they can't read anything. Even if, even if you bring them materials, right, about, to inform them about COVID-19, they won't have anything to do with that, you know, because so, they can't understand the language that's written. So um, people were even worried to even step outside to come and just take a breathe you know, mm -hmm. a breathe outside. It was, it, it was, it was hard for them. So they were mm -hmm. just bounded in in in, mm -hmm. in the house in their houses, and that was. And and you can imagine what that that does to someone who has gone through um, some traumatic yeah. experiences back in uh, you know in from where they came from, uh, and then refugee camps. And now, then the United States, mm -hmm. in a place where, of course, they felt like, okay, this is where, you know, now we are in the U.S., things will be better. Um, and, you know, you are hit by this pandemic, mm -hmm. and it's bringing fear to everybody, not just you, but everybody, yeah. you know. Just imagine that impact of someone mm -hmm. who doesn't speak English and doesn't understand what's going on. It was very tough mm -hmm. for a lot of people. That sounds, yes. yeah, that sounds really, yeah. really difficult. Yeah. Um, and that kind of brings up um, the question of 
uh, if a family was scheduled to arrive, mm. let's say uh, March 2020, what happened to that family? Did they arrive and they were just isolated, or, or what happened? Yes, and that's okay. That's another thing that happened too. Uh, actually, it was uh, like more of the administration that we had uh, before the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people who were following uh, like politics, the American politics, mm-hmm. you you know that uh, Trump, when Trump came to power, he reduced, he actually massively re- reduced the, the number of refugees that were allowed to come to the United States. Uh, I think during the Obama uh, time, like they were, I think they were receiving more than one hundred some thousand mm. people. But uh, yeah, more than one hundred thousand people were allowed to come to the United mm-hmm. States uh, per year. But during uh, during uh, Donald Trump, he he reduced that number to like eighteen eighteen thousand, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not that's from. Throughout the world, like mm-hmm. refugees who can come to the U.S. Uh, throughout the world, it cannot be above 18,000 18, uh, people. So, and a lot of people were already approved for resettlement to come over to the United States were stuck in the refugee camps. Even those who were already who already had ticket to come over. Oh. A lot of um, due to COVID nineteen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cases were canceled. Mm. They can't. They couldn't come over. So even if you had already left the refugee camp to go to a place where you are waiting for your transition place, where you are waiting for your travel to the United States, uh, a lot of people were sent back to refugee camps. Mm. And you can see. You can also see how how hard that is because yeah. someone is now hopeful. Like okay, now I'm leaving this situation mm. to go to a better place. Uh, where my family or my children can have a better life, a better education, um, but now you are sent back to to the camp. It's very that alone is also another traumatic event yeah. as well, ad- adding to what's already there. Mm-hmm. And for those who were here waiting for their loved ones, mm-hmm. it was also hard for them. Like you already know, okay, my wife is coming with my kids. Uh, we have people in commu- in the community. Mm-hmm. Who had like the wife and kids were there were in refugee camp and the husband was here or the wife was here, but when the family is about to come and then they are told that no sorry your family can't come because of COVID you know COVID is mm-hmm. is you know there's a lot of COVID cases and we can't you can't come anymore uh, your wife or your family can't come anymore and you already know even the date. Mm-hmm. of them to arrive in the U.S., and you are now preparing to welcome them into the U.S. So stuff like that happened a lot during the COVID-19. So COVID, uh, COVID really affected a yeah. lot of families. Yeah. And, well, so and, and it's, it's, it's still also uh, affecting also because um, mm-hmm. we were expecting this um, uh, with the, as we work with different agencies here in Minnesota also, mm-hmm. uh, the beginning of... Uh, this year we are expecting more cases from the Congo to come, but uh, even now because of the COVID, uh, those cases uh, they are not yet being come to mm-hmm. United States. So the number which is coming now is see very little. Expecting uh, uh, to the expecting the case which we were expecting to be uh, coming here. So it's still affecting and the heat very bad. But uh, we are thinking that uh, things will change and uh, maybe uh, it will get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you for that detail. And it, it's really just showing how 
um, when a global uh, crisis occurs, um, the uh, its effects really cascade and, and last a long time, especially for vulnerable populations um, such as refugees. Um, Kilo, when you were talking about people with families um, uh, back in uh, East Africa or Congo or, or, or one of those countries with refugee camps, that raised the question for me. Um, how, uh, you know, since, since a lot of the people here in Minnesota um, are still uh, closely connected with loved ones um, back in various African countries, mm. um, how, uh, how has the pandemic um, uh, impacted those people? Um, how, has, uh, how has the story of how it's played out um, been different in different African countries from how it's been here? And how have, have mm. you personally and the people you know um, had to deal with um, uh, family members uh, 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 far away from you uh, struggling with um, an entirely different uh, uh, government response to a pandemic? When the pandemic came, um, different places, different countries uh, re received it or differently, you know. Um, and for a place, for a place like Africa or in DRC, where people are living uh, on a daily basis, let's say, like they just they they don't know some. A lot of people don't have jobs, so. And they just wake up. They are thinking of like, where am I gonna be able to find uh, something so that I can bring food uh, home for my kids and for my family to provide for my family? Um, it was it was hard for people to, you know, the news of uh, COVID nineteen was pretty hard for them. It hits pretty hard. And when the governments, because a lot of there were a lot of governments in Africa that also went by the 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 world um, ways of dealing with COVID-19. But the citizens of those countries, like in DRC, a lot of people did not want to follow what the mm -hmm. government was saying because then they started questioning because it's different in a lot of countries, like in DRC. In America, of course, we see that the government went straight into the parliament and they started talking about how are we going to be able to provide for our government, I mean, for our citizens, right? It was totally different in DRC. Like, they tell you to stay to stay in the house, but they, they are not even thinking about how they're going to be able to help people survive during the COVID pandemic uh, time period that they have set. You know, uh, a lot of schools were closed, even DRC. Now, schools were closed. Uh I think in Africa there was only one country that did not really follow the like the world system of how they were dealing with the pandemic and that was Tanzania. Oh. Yes, that was Tanzania. The president that they had, uh John Pombe Magufuli was a little bit more skeptic of uh you know the whole situation. Yes, it said that that it might be there but we we are not going to lack people in the houses because we don't know how we're going to be able to feed these people. So we have gone through Africans or Tanzanian have dealt with a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, other hard situation, mm -hmm. hunger, uh, polio, or mm -hmm. so there's a lot of other diseases that have mm -hmm. affected these African countries. Mm -hmm. 
and we don't and people still doing their daily things so why should we just mm -hmm. give more attention to covid-19 when there are there are people dying every day of other diseases mm -hmm. in our countries in large numbers so let's just we should not shut down the government let's continue doing what we are doing let people should just continue but if you want to wear a mask wear a mask but we are not going to shut down the country and for Tanzania you know they were lucky that way but in DRC it was hard for people that mm -hmm. we know over there because the government imposed that they people should not do the activities that they are doing they not be um they should not be gathering in large numbers uh and i remember specifically that there were even some work that we were trying we were doing in DRC we couldn't mm -hmm. do it because uh of that the situation of uh mm -hmm. covid-19 so yes so people have been affected by by this whole thing yeah yeah the, the, the many activities like in congo is farming and uh, uh, uh fishing so uh mm. and uh, if he as he said kilo if he the government does uh, uh plan very well it, 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 it is hard even for the people to believe so uh you told the people okay uh lockdown but you don't provide any means to for them to 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 have them so uh people they, they didn't believe sometimes the government and they didn't want to to follow the rules and they, they didn't go with the rules of the government even now i think they see not uh, uh they see doing the activity as normal because there's no way for them to survive. to survive mm -hmm. instead of going to the to to, to do their uh, daily acti activity as a farming mm -hmm. yes yeah there's no uh, such kind of like uh, uh food stamp uh, there's no like no there is a certain amount of money the government put aside to provide them there's nothing so yeah, yeah. basically those government our government don't really they i would say they don't care about their people that's why i, I think that's it's uh, it's it's proper to say that uh because they they really don't care like whether people um the citizen are going through hard time or not uh they really do not care about that mm -hmm. i mean for them it just uh they, they just look after themselves and 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 so it, it's hard for them to to even go into the parliament and talk about how are we going to be mm -hmm. able to to help to help our citizen during these hard times that we the world is going through so that did not happen at all in 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 the drc mm -hmm.